Hello, this is Pastor John Willingham of Doralstown Presbyterian Church. As our podcast audience continues to grow, I want to thank our loyal listeners and welcome those who may have just recently found us. We know that life can quickly become busy, so this podcast offers an on-the-go opportunity to hear a Sunday sermon along with the scripture lesson read by that day's lay leader or preacher. We also encourage you to visit our website at dtownpc.org to learn more about our church and all of our diverse ministries. Thank you for tuning in. Myself and my fellow seniors will be sharing a word with you today. Did you know that chickens cannot taste spicy food? They contain the capsaicin receptors in their mouth, but they aren't active, so they can eat hot Cheetos without ever blinking an eye. And yes, they actually can eat hot Cheetos. I learned this on a podcast I listen to regularly called Ologies, where the host finds a professional in a niche topic, and together they delve into the most fascinating bits of that subject. This particular episode was called Chickenology. So today, I'd like to talk to you about communologies, or loveologies, or Paulologies. I couldn't decide which one to use, so why not use all three? In the first letter to the Corinthians, Paul is writing to encourage them to look at every aspect of life through the lens of the gospel and allow God to work through every individual in a unique yet unified way. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 through 14, Paul writes, Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. It certainly is a hefty set of verses that sound demanding, but to me, they seem quite simple. Know who you are, plant yourself in meaningful community, and choose joy. The oldest memory I can think of during my time here has has got to be being a part of Miss Jerry's Sunshine Singer class. I remember sitting in a circle, learning songs, and watching the donut man on the TV, but most importantly, I remember the Lord's Prayer, my absolute favorite song. Sometimes, at the end of class, Miss Jerry would ask if anyone wanted to sing a song, and I was always much too eager to perform this rendition for my peers. Miss Jerry likes to tell me that I was the first, and up until recently, the only soloist she ever had during a worship service. (laughs) Little me certainly knew exactly who she was and what she was doing. All throughout my time here, I've always had a sense of self and comfort in the DPC music program. It was here where I had my first piano lesson with Mary Claire, learned how to articulate words in a song with David, and where I continue to water my gifts with Mina. Whether it was through weekly choir, biblical theater productions, lessons and carols, or even Sunday hymns, I've always felt at home. The music program has allowed my sense of self, particularly my music self, to grow to its fullest form. Without being an adamant participant, I probably would not be so sure of who I am musically and would not carry this version of myself into other areas of my life. Going to church weekly has been one of the most stable aspects of my life growing up. I'm constantly surrounded by familiar faces that all love and care for one another in a unique and faithful way. The same faces that watched me sing as a sunshine singer also led me on my first mission trips, taught me what it means to be a faithful Christian and have provided me with some of my strongest connections. 
Last June, I had the privilege of traveling out to the Navajo Nation in New Mexico with an incredible group of people. We worked several days at a food pantry where we did various and vital tasks, but my personal favorite was tearing apart a massive block of frozen chicken legs to be individually packaged. These blocks of chicken were enormous and needed a lot of teamwork to be torn apart. Watching people attack these chicken blocks when I'd only ever previously seen them in worship form was truly eye-opening. <laughs> How lucky was I that I got to spend a week with incredible and funny people that all have the same values that I do. My roots are strong in this church. I now know how to build my community and what to look for in the people I choose to spend my time with. When I embarked on the trip to Washington, D.C. several years back, the last thing I had expected was to arrive at a house that we would be sharing with other churches. Along with other mission groups, we were sharing a house with a magnitude of bugs, dirty, rotting walls, and one carpeted bathroom for 50 people. Yeah. <laughs> Hot water and air conditioning happened to be on vacation that week as well. An entire week spent in that house on top of roasting DC heat seemed impossible, thus the term choose joy was born. In this sense, choosing joy meant making the most of the situation and amplifying all positives while managing all negatives. This phrase, however, did not leave my life after our week of service was up. Choose joy has infiltrated my life in more ways than I could have imagined. Every impossible situation suddenly seems more possible when you take a step back and to decide to choose the joy. Choosing joy has taught me to make decisions in my life that will provide for me and my personhood rather than drag me down and get in my way. I encourage all of you to practice the art of choosing joy as you'll find it always has a place whether you acknowledge it or not. Paul may have been writing to the town of Corinth to encourage them to look at the way they live their lives, but the words he used apply to ours just the same. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. Or, know who you are, plant yourself in community, and choose joy. Amen. Hello. Um, my scripture today is Matthew 14, 16 through 20. Jesus said to them, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, we have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and two fish, he looked up to the heaven, blessed and broke the loaves gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds, and all ate and were filled. They looked up, they took up what was left over and broken of the broken pieces, twelve baskets full. The word of the Lord. Good morning, everyone. My name is Gavin Jones, and I'm a graduating senior from Penridge High School. Let me start off by saying, wow, time flies. Um, I had fun here. 
Um, and that's what it felt like here at DPC. I spent my entire life growing up in this church. I'm blessed to be around so many smiling, caring people. When I was first tasked with writing this reflection, so much went through my mind. I was thinking hard about what to say. I was thinking too hard, clearly, because the best scripture that relates to me is Jesus feeding the 5,000. We all know this scripture, and to sum it up, uh, the disciples came to Jesus, told him to send their crowds back so they could buy food in the village. But Jesus declined. The disciples had five loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus took the bread and fish, looked up to heaven, blessed it, and broke it. The disciples distributed the bread and fish to the large crowd, all ate and were filled. There was enough, there was even enough to fill 12 baskets. So I chose this verse because I'm a very active, I'm very active during the community meals here we host at church. Now I'm not Jesus, but in a way there's a parallel between us. Jesus fed people in need in one of the most magical ways. What we do in the kitchen Serving meals is no magic trick, but feeding people and making them smile feels extra special when you sit down with them and talk about life. Now, 5,000 compared to a gym full of people is different but similar at the same time. Being a part of serving community meals has made me a better person and impacted my life significantly. I've built strong bonds with the people that show up for lunch I'm glad I met them because they have made me a better person without realizing it. I certainly won't forget my time with them, and every time a community meal comes around, I always ask my dad if I can help out at Code Blue with him. Sadly, you have to be 18 for that. <laughs> that little kid running up and down the aisle, screaming and laughing, now stands before you and invites you to a challenge. Before you judge someone, sit down with them, maybe share a meal with them, and get to know them first, because that's what I did. I know it sounds cliche, but don't judge a book by its cover. Um, the whole, it's a whole new world if you stop and talk to someone, homeless or not. I made meaningful bonds with the people that come to our church for community meals, and those are ones I'll never forget. We live in a world centered around judgment. We're all so quick to judge and not give someone a chance. God doesn't judge us for who we are, so why are we judging other people? Just because we're different. It's called being unique. Life is too short to make judgments without getting to know someone first. Thank you all so much for the help throughout these years. Whether you realize it or not, each of you somehow made my life at DPC better each time I showed up. DPC will forever be home to me. God be with you all until we meet again. Good morning, everyone. <coughs> Sorry. My name is Mason Keller and I'm a senior at CB West, graduating on June 15th. I have grown up in this church, having joined when I was two. I've been a sunshine singer with Miss Jerry, participated in the Jubilation and Youth Choir, and played handbells with Miss Mina. I was an accolade for a while and a member of the church school classes, participated in Club 456 in Element, where I always had a good time. 
I was confirmed in this church and served as a youth, sorry, served as a youth deacon just recently. I have been blessed in this congregation and want to share with you some of the lessons which I will be continuing on in college. I want to explore some of the words in this passage from Colossians 3.12. As God's chosen one, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Jesus showed us how to be compassionate in the way he cared for people and healed them. Volunteering through the church has given me a place to be compassionate. Five years ago, I went on a service trip to Washington, D.C., where we spent the week working in food kitchens and daycares and had time to explore the varied cultures of the city. I remember one day, the adults in our group gave us $5 and told us to go out and help the people in the city. So my group put all of our money together to buy a pizza. We walked around the park, handing a slice out to each of the homeless, talking to them, getting to know their stories, and just having conversations and, compa and compassion for them. Seeing the joy and happiness on their faces, not just for the pizza, but for the conversation and time spent with someone else, really made me appreciate the little moments in life. It taught me that no matter what kind of situation you were in, and what you may be going through at a given time, God is always present and he is always there for you. It also told me that even the small conversations matter and your time and compassion can put a smile on someone's face and really make their day. So make sure to tell your moms you love them today and just talk to them and have your conversations. Jesus was also selfless in everything he did and was kind towards everyone he encountered. One summer, Pastor Josh took a group of middle schoolers to Great Escape for a week. This was a large event with church groups from all around the region. We participated in activities and games every day, ate lunch in this big cafeteria, got to sleep with your friends in the dorms and have a good time. And we got to meet and experience kids all around us who were experiencing fun and faith together. We were put into groups with these kids every day and were able to interact with them on a daily basis and really become friends with new people. Almost every kid or adult you met was so kind-hearted and friendly towards you. Even if they just passed you in the hallway, they would say hi to you. All these people were drawn to this one place celebrating the same thing, God. God had brought us there all together to learn and cherish these times spent with old and new friends. So that was a very fun experience, and I thank Pastor Josh for bringing me along. Jesus is the ultimate example of humility, giving his very life. All the volunteering and experiences in this church has truly shown me how, no matter what a person's living situation is or what they may be going through, they can always put a smile on their face to make the best out of what they have. This including the kids in Washington, D.C., who we got to meet and have daycare with, the children in the New Mexico school that we visited recently last summer, and the people I met in the food kitchens. This makes me realize how helping other people and making them feel good makes me feel useful in the way God intended for me to be. Helping people should not be about credit or a reward. The reward from engaging with others in different circumstances is shared love, understanding, and growth. This is what Jesus showed us all the things he had done for others were simply for them, not for himself or for any reward for him. Finally, I will take all these lessons and the friendships I have made 
From CERN, whom with I share a country of origin, Larry and other confirmation mentors, Deirdre, my main connection as a deacon, Anne, Stacia, Candy, Bryn, and all the church schools, and 456 and element leaders, and of course my best friend Riley, who I will always be friends with, and my second family, the Bloors, who I have met all through the church. I'm headed to Penn State main campus in the fall, planning to study psychology and criminal justice, hoping I'll head to law school one day. Thank you for being there for us, my fellow seniors and I, as we have grown, and thank you for praying for us as we begin the next part of our journey. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us today. Once again, I invite you to check out dtownpc.org for information about our worship and programming for all ages.